I'm Catherine Tomlinson and I started an eco-conscious pottery company called Oxford Clay. So I don't just make pottery, I make resources for other potters wanting to be more eco-friendly in their pottery practice. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about sharing everything I've learned along my eco-conscious pottery journey with you. And I'm so glad you're here with me. Let's go. Welcome back to the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast. I'm Catherine Tomlinson and in today's episode we're going to be talking about how to stop cracking in your pots. Oh, cracking in your pots is so annoying. It's like, um, you know, you've spent ages making this like beautiful pot and then uh, cracking happens, like the handle cracks off or it just generally like cracks down the side or, you know, the base can crack in pots you've made on the wheel or... Um, so many other, I can't even, yeah, so many other types of cracking can occur in pottery. Um, and it's so frustrating. And the most frustrating thing I think as well is I've had this situation where I haven't really seen the crack um, initially. So like, you know, when it goes into the bisque firing, but then when it comes out or when it comes out of a glaze firing, the crack is like opened up massively because the pot is under so much stress, you know, in those high temperatures. And it's just like <laughs> opened up the crack. Um, loads and it's just basically you can then see oh no my pot is ruined there's nothing I can do about it so it's annoying when you only see like you know at a later date when you've already kind of gone to the trouble of firing something um, but there are things you can do to stop cracking in your pots so that's what this episode is all about like let's talk about like how to stop cracking because um yeah clay can you know it can get stressed out and when it gets stressed out you know it can crack so there are things we can do to kind of like you know stop it um do it stop it doing that um so let's just talk about like generally cracking um so clay really likes to be dried slowly and evenly okay so if if like you've got a pot and you've got one part of it which is quite thick and you've got one part of it which is quite thin um that that kind of pot is very much more prone to cracking because the the thicker part will be drying at a slower rate than that thinner part say like you've got a very thin rim or something you know if that thin rim is drying you know and it's dried it's going to be putting sort of different stress on the clay pot if the you know the base or is if, if that's very thick um, you know, that's going to be drying at a slower rate and, and the whole pot is going to be under stress. So in those kind of situations, you can get like cracking um, occur. So what you want to do is you want to dry your pot slowly and evenly. And how on earth do you do that? OK, well, basically, you need to stop the rim from drying out too quickly. So you want to be doing something like maybe putting it in a damp box, which is basically just like, you know, say like a plastic storage box with a lid. You can make your own damp box, put the whole thing in there. And that, like, you know, stops the water from evaporating very fast from the pot. So the whole pot will just dry loads more slowly and much more evenly. Um, so, yeah, put it in a plastic box with a lid um, or, you know, in, in uh, say like an educational pottery setting, they might use damp cupboards. They might have just like the same principle, but like a big cupboard that everyone puts their work in. You can also wrap it in plastic. That can help like a plastic bag. 
um, you know, and keep sort of taking the plastic bag off, um, letting it dry for a little bit, putting the plastic bag on, you know, because you just, you're just trying to dry that pot really slowly um, and evenly. But I would really recommend a damp box, actually, because you can, you know, reuse it loads and loads and loads of times. And um, um, yeah, and it's um, it doesn't like squash your pot. Whereas if you're using a plastic bag, sometimes you can accidentally like squash your pot. So it's really good to just pop it in the box. You know, you can put it on a tile or put it on a wooden board or something pop it in the you know damp box put the lid on and then you can just you can con control that drying speed of that pot you, know, you can take the lid off sometimes put the lid back on again um, that's a really good way to like dry your pot really slowly um, okay so on a similar note clay also doesn't like to be um, have extremes of temperature so I've experienced this actually when um, I used to work um, in a sort of outbuilding and it used to get very, very cold in there, like very cold. So I would actually have quite a lot of cracking in my pots when the extremes of temperature were um, sort of, you know, either end. So if it was, say, like very hot. So sometimes if you put a pot like in the sun, you think, oh, that'd be really nice. It'll dry really quickly and it'll be great. And actually it's drying too quickly and, you know, it's too hot for that pot and it might start cracking then. Or again, if it's too cold, if you're doing pottery in a very cold space, that can cause cracking too, because it's just too cold, you know, for that pot. It's like extremes of temperature. So you, you kind of just try, you want to try and, <laughs> obviously it's better for you to do pottery in a place which is actually warm as well. <laughs> or not, not even warm, just room, you know, just <laughs> tepid. Um, yeah, so... Um, that would that's another key piece of advice so don't let your pot get like really really hot in the sun or really really cold um, you know then that that will kind of stop a lot of the cracking as well um, okay so another um, like um, time when pots often crack is when you're trying to join bits of pottery together you know at the leather hard stage or you know you've got like some you know wet clay you're trying to join to something else um, and um, the reason for cracking usually in these situations is that you're trying to join one piece of clay which is one level of dryness to another piece of clay that is a different level of dryness okay so it could be for example a mug say like if you're trying to attach a handle it could be that the mug is a lot drier because you say like you've you know turned the base a bit it's like you know leather hard but you're trying to attach a handle which is like much much wetter or you're you know you've left your handle to dry too much and your handle's like very dry and you're trying to attach it to like a much wetter pot um in those situations you can quite often have cracking occur because like you need to be attaching things together that are the same level of dryness so if they dry at different rates they will sort of you know the clay is shrinking it's going to contract at different rates and then they're just going to crack apart basically so um so again a top tip for kind of avoiding this is a just try and make sure you know that the two bits you're joining are the similar kind of um you know dampness basically um b do can do things like scoring it really well um you know when you attach it and you know attaching with a little bit of you know obviously a little bit of like slip and really smoothing it um but c <laughs> putting it into a damp box so after you've um, made something and say if you're thinking I'm not sure if the two bits 
you know, are the same level of dryness. Um, you know, I'm a bit worried about one drying out before the other one. One might be a bit thinner, might dry, dry a bit quicker than the other one. Putting it in a damp box is a great idea because then it will just slow the drying process down and everything will dry evenly, you know, and any bits that are like maybe drying too fast, they will stop and they might even absorb water from the atmosphere of the box and the whole thing will just dry out at the same rate. So yeah, that's a real top tip if you know, so like every time I've made a mug, for example, I always put it in a damp box and I just dry it really, really slowly because handles are notoriously bad at cracking off. They, they are, <laughs> they are really annoying. So um, yeah, anything you can do, it's very easy just to pop it in a box. Anything you can do to kind of slow down the drying process, stop the handle from drying out too fast is, you know, is a great thing. Basically it will really help you with handles not cracking off. Um, okay, so, um, so there are some other top tips actually, um, and these relate to, um, to like, if you're doing slip casting, slip casting is terribly prone to cracking. It's really bad. And I think, um, I'm not sure exactly why that's the case. I think it's probably something to do with when you're making a pot on the wheel, you're really forcing those kind of, um, clay molecules together and they're really you know they're really tight less prone to cracking whereas when you're slip casting it's like you're kind of just pouring it in and I don't know there's something about slip casting which makes cracking is you know it can be re a really terrible problem in slip casting like I've experienced this terribly um, and when I was researching it actually because I was like I don't know how to stop the cracking in in my slip cast where it was like really frustrating I just could not work it out um, I was doing loads of research about like um, you know what I could do basically to, to stop cracking and these are the things I found out so this might be um, you know might be helpful to you like if that's happening for you um, so the first top tip I read in a book was that actually it could be that your um, slip um, your casting slip recipe actually needs more ball clay in so ball clay is kind of a real strengthener for um, for, for slip, um, for casting slip. So, um, you know, you can increase the percentage of ball clay and that actually might stop cracking, um, in the casting slip. Um, so another, um, way of stopping cracking, and this is like absolutely amazing. And this is what I ended up, this is what I ended up doing. And this is what I practice now, uh, when I do slip casting is that you can actually add paper to your casting slip. And this is like an incredible magic ingredient paper. It was so amazing, right? So it increases the strength of the clay. Like it's incredible. It, it just, so what I do is I actually add um, kitchen roll, which I've kind of, um, you know, mashed up into a paper pulp and made it back into the paper pulp. And then I actually, and it's made of bamboo. So it's like bamboo kitchen paper. And I add that back into my casting slip. Um, and yeah, if you're interested in that, actually, there is a recipe for um, the the paper casting slip um, in Eco-Friendly Pottery, the book Eco-Friendly Pottery, 30 Simple Ways to Make Your Pottery Practice More Ethical and Sustainable. So um, yeah, that book basically has the recipe for the, the paper, um, paper clay casting slip, which I use now for all my work, uh, for all my casting slip work. Um, and it's so good. So basically, yeah, put the put the bamboo kitchen paper. You don't have to use kitchen paper. You can use basically any paper or any kind of cellulose fiber. So it could be like flax. Um, I've seen commercial clay actually with flax fibers in, you know, for throwing. Um, you can use, um, when I read about 
adding paper to casting slip. The person actually used toilet paper and they kind of mix that into a pulp. That mix that goes into a pulp really easily and they just put a teaspoon of that in their casting slip and that stopped the cracking. So that's where I first heard about it and I thought, oh, I wonder if it would work with, you know, bamboo kitchen rolls. So, um, and it does, it's amazing. So yeah, so adding paper, pulp, to your casting slip will dramatically decrease the cracking in your work. It's amazing. Um, and so, yeah, just to say as well, I know on paper clay in general, adding paper pulp to, um, to uh, work, it, it is just amazing the kind of things you can do. So there's this really fantastic book called, um, I think it's called Paper Clay Art and Practice or something by Rosette Galt, I think is the author. And, um, it's so good. It's like, um, it just goes through all the different ratios of like, you know, adding paper to clay and like all, like loads of different artists in there about like the work they've managed to make by adding paper to their, to their clay. Um, cause it just, cause it makes it so much stronger. They can just do all this like amazing stuff, you know, making, oh, it's so good making sculptures from, you know, string that they've dipped in slip cause it's so strong and they string burns away and they're left with this like incredible kind of nest of, um, oh, it's just amazing, you know, clay. It's so good. So it's very inspiring that I found that book very inspiring because, um, yeah, it just shows by adding, you know, even a small amount of paper to clay, just how much stronger it, it makes it. Um, yeah, really exciting. So, um, uh, yeah, okay. So I think that, yeah, that's all the bits I have on my notes in terms of like how to stop cracking that I wanted to tell you about. Um, yeah, cracking is like super annoying. I would say if you know, if you want one top tip to stop cracking, it would be don't let your pots dry too fast. You know, just really slow down that drying process. And generally, you know, it, it will fix like most of the problems, especially in, you know, hand built work, hand thrown work. Um, yeah, it will really stop, stop those cracks, just slowing it down the drying. Don't let it a bit dry faster than the other. And um, yeah, it, 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 like it generally will be fixed fixable um yeah so damp boxes are amazing so um yeah oh thank you so much for joining me on this episode um and yeah until the next episode happy potting and uh, don't let your work dry out too fast no it's okay. um so um yeah cool i'll see you next time and um happy potting If you enjoyed that and you're interested to learn more about eco-conscious pottery, head over to the Oxford Clay website, which is www.oxfordclay.co.uk. I can't wait to see you there.